0: Hubhopper Originals To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com
1: This is his first ball Through the gap, on the offside, listen to it
0: Hello and welcome to the Cricket News Podcast Season 4, Episode 11 this is, and I am Rahul Pandey. And this week on the pod, I was joined by the wisdom is due of Sandeepan Banerjee and Ovishek Mukherjee. And we discussed about a very interesting topic that has been doing rounds in the social media ever since New Zealand. Well, they got their redemption, as many are calling it, against England in the first semi-final of the T20 World Cup. But we weren't discussing about the match, we were just talking about how to judge a T20 team and its strength. What makes a good T20 team? Or what makes a good team across formats for that matter? Is it a performance over a prolonged period across formats in the bilateral series? Or is it just the tournament performances, winning the silverware that is? And we had this very interesting discussion and to listen to that, you're going to want to have to listen to me first when I say that if you believe that you are somewhat of a cricket expert, that you have the knowledge that uh, is going to make you and uh, those around you very proud, then you must try our T20 World Cup Ultimate Quest. Visit www.cricketnews.com to visit our Twenty World Cup Ultimate Quiz and just try it out. That is www.cricketnews.com. Yes, and this isn't just me challenging you to try it. Hear it from Mayanti Langer herself.
1: Are you a cricket expert? Play my ultimate cricket quiz on Facebook Messenger and prove it today.
0: Hello and welcome to the Cricket News Podcast. This particular episode this week is just going to be an audio yeah an audio bit and so i thought it would be an interesting activity before i introduce you to the two fine gins to the two wisdom as jinns who are joining me for this one sandeepad banerji and Avishek mukharji to just describe their surroundings using five words no more than five words in 10 seconds it can be noun adjectives verbs and uh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna ask you both to describe your surroundings as to where you are using those five words Right now.
1: I am at home.
0: Uh, no, you're using I'm statements. Also? You're using phrases. now. Nah. Come on. Let's be a bit more interesting. You can use something such as sunny. I I can use, since I'm in Delhi, I can use something such as smoky. Okay, Since I'm
1: in Kolkata, I'm in a place perennially hungry.
0: Okay. That's nice. <laughs> that is nice.
2: Sandipan? um what can i say i am in dubai so maybe maybe um in the middle of things actually in the things. middle
0: of things yeah things I mean, yeah yeah things like, is a nice way to put it because on the day we record this it's 11th november 2021 which is the day of uh, the second semi-final of the t20 world cup 2021 pakistan facing australia yeah. so i am New Zealand. I, I
2: am at the epicenter of things actually <laughs> that's 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 nice
0: so yes and that's where we want you to be uh Sandeepan, of course has been covering uh you know lots of cricket over the last one month or so in uae and bringing us fresh stories fresh visuals from the scenes behind what's been happening and so we would want you to keep a close eye on things today as well but let's dive in let's dive into the discussion uh, what do we want to talk about this particular week there has been this debate that has gone around for some time now since india's third or fourth match, I believe. Uh, India, of course, out of this T20 World Cup. And uh, with that final game against Namibia, that brought to a close uh, an era which has been described by many as one of the finest Indian cricket has tasted in all three formats, across formats, the Shastri Kohli era, the Ravi Shastri Bharatarunar Sridhar era. Mm. And so I thought it would be a nice time with New Zealand beating England yesterday in a knockout match in the T20 World Cup as to talk about what makes a good T20 team. Is it just winning a large amount of matches over a prolonged period in in terms of the bilateral series? Or is it claiming the big titles, the World Cups, the Champions Trophy in, in the time to come? What is it and what are the views of you two on this? Obhishekda, I'll start with you. What do you feel?
1: Any tournament that is decided by knockout depends on luck. Yeah, it does. Had this been a league-only tournament, I would have said it was an excellent test of skill. But any tournament where a team, a very good team, maybe the best team of the tournament, can be knocked out after just one defeat, Depends on luck. And I would not judge that as a parameter to test how good the team was. So essentially, that was why IPL and several other tournaments replaced the knockouts with playoffs. To give the top teams a second chance. The best two teams a second chance. So had uh, this been a playoffs, England and Pakistan would have got a second chance. New Zealand and uh, Australia would not have got a second chance, and I think that is a more fair way to test. Mm-hmm. Uh, World Cup. A World Cup is obviously good for the ego, good for the fans, a good way to uh, draw money, but I don't think it's the best way to test skills. It used yeah. to be at some point uh, when it was the only major tournament, but these days there are. I mean t20 internationals themselves i doubt whether how good they are as parameters because half the teams send their uh, rest their main players for t20 internationals so I, you are probably so you probably get to play better teams better cricketers against better cricketers at domestic leagues at franchise leagues than in international cricket virat kohli does doesn't play half the matches uh, Bumrah doesn't play half the matches. I mean, um, and this holds for many other teams. They rest their main cricketers. They, uh, if mm-hmm. a cricketer plays all three formats, you'll often see that they are rested for, they play the test, test and are rested for the T20 internationals. Now, I don't have a problem with that happening because cricketers need a break. But to use these T20 internationals, let alone, I mean, uh, this is... Uh, the difference between other formats and T20 T Twenty is in T 20s franchise cricket, club cricket has become the backbone of the format, not international cricket. And it is time we acknowledge this. T hmm. Twenty internationals are more or less exhibition matches. There are and just like just like football, you get an international window, and just like football, where you get a World Cup and a Euro and a Copa America in the. In T20 cricket also, you get a World Cup and you get an Asia Cup. And talking about a T20 Champions League. So, there will be these small tournaments where the franchisee cricketers will, who often do not play internationals, will come together. See, when was the last time Kohli and Bumrah played together in a T20 international before this? They don't play together. Kohli, Shami, Bumrah and Rohit, the four of them. Uh, whom you can call the main two fast bowlers and the main two uh, batters, the seniors. So, when was the last time the four of them got together in a T Twenty international? Before, I mean, if the teams do not, if the players do not play together, it is unfair to decide the T Twenty World Cup as the sole parameter for excellence. That is all. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a nice point. Um... Sandeepan, what is your opinion on this? Um, Because we just saw England last night and, you know, it it was good the way they started that second innings. They took the first wicket in that first over and that Darren Mitchell in the middle alongside Devin Conway. They were finding it really hard to time the ball. But then came that phase, you know, that over of Chris Jordan, when you know just one or two Yorkers not in the right spot, and you get hit for those sixes, and then the match turns on itself. It, it, you know, it's it's still. Uh, very much a conversation across social media that you know you can't judge England based on that one performance they still have a very strong system as far as this strong uh, this particular format is concerned they have uh, made their players acclimatized to playing in, in in this particular format they know how to approach it and you've been an advocate of the same so how would you feel about this particular
2: discussion taking place now? Well, I think New Zealand is the right example, you know, because we have seen New Zealand reaching the semi-finals of the last uh, T20 World Cup in India. Then there is the final of the 50-over World Cup. Then they beat India in the World Test Championship final, and now they are again mm-hmm. in the final. So look at their consistency. But the same New Zealand team, in fact, a stronger one, I guess, lost five-nil mm-hmm. to India at home. Yeah. So, I mean, so do you think that, uh, I mean, which which tournament or which of these performances will you accept more with their, their performance at home where they lost to India and I think they lost to England also in a five match T20 ICDs at home? But mm-hmm. they are doing well in multi-team events, and you know, yeah. teams prepare for a long time. You know, to pre- you know, to prepare a set of players, to prepare a pool of players, considering these multi-team events. So they use this bilateral series to prepare for those multi-team events. And in a multi-team event game, it, the big match temperaments count, count, right? Uh, so, I mean, we have seen India losing quite a few big matches in recent, you know, in recent time. Starting from the Champions Trophy final, starting from the semi-final against against New Zealand, and now yeah. these um, two games against Pakistan, two Pakistan and New Zealand over here in T Twenty World Cup. So, big match temperament is a big thing, and you know, you, you can be a good team. But as a team, you, you need to perform when it matters. Even look at the athletes at the Olympics. They get only one chance, right? I mean, they prepare yeah. for, for, for four years for their Olympic performances. They win a lot of, uh, you know, continental tournaments, a lot of world championships. But when it comes to that Olympic performance, people count that only. So I personally believe that uh, multi-team events actually is more significant than winning these bilaterals. Bilaterals are being used as one of those, you know, uh, as a preparation, as a platform for preparation grooming youngster in T20s. Especially I'm talking about uh, in the context of T20. So, but all those preparations are done and dusted and you have to perform when it comes to an ICC event or a multi-team event. So that's Hmm. what I believe.
0: Hmm. It's it's interesting that way because there are two different ways to approach these two sets of uh, tournaments or series as you call it. in a bilateral series, um, maybe a 5-T-23 ODI and 4-Test match series, you have just one opponent to focus on and uh, you read them through. You get time to read them through which on is, the pitch before the matches begin. Why,
1: which is why I think bilateral series are a better assessment because mm-hmm. you plan, you strategize and the luck mm-hmm. factor is minimized. The longer the series, the less the luck factor. Mm-hmm.
2: That I agree. That I agree. But, but I think I think when I, I mean
1: when and, it comes the to the moment and the moment and the and the moment you can reduce the luck factor. The truer the test is, the truest test should not involve any luck. It should always measure skill, not luck. But
2: as Abhishekda is saying, that in bilateral series you can come back with a better strategy in the next game. But in yes. a multi-team event, in a knockout contest, you don't get that opportunity. So you have to yes. be at your best on that yes. particular day. For example, India won five nil against New Zealand. But they could not I mean they could not use that experience in that game. Here, I mean, in Dubai, when they, uh, you know, they pushed back Rohit Sharma and they were like, they don't, uh, you know,
1: I think they tried the right thing against New Zealand. They used Ishan Kishan at the top. I think that was the right strategy. One may say it was wrong because Santner uh, bowled in the middle of us. But, yeah. had, but had Rohit opened, Santner might have opened bowling. You don't know who the who the you, you the opening remember the opening batter works out walks out first the opening bowler is decided after that. No, <laughs> I I think he I, think, I always think always has that advantage.
2: I think Bold already said in the press conference that he will take the new ball and try to do what Saeed Shahzad did against India. So that's okay. Um, that's
1: okay. he could have lied. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay, okay. I would
1: have. Li- I would definitely have lied. I would definitely have lied and. Uh, just ahead of the match, just at the pitch, I mean, mislead the opposition and lie. I mean, and, and admit, me okay, I have lie to mislead you. That should be done. Why? Why be honest at the press conferences before sure. the match? Lie at all costs. Lie shamelessly. <laughs> but do, do, how? Wow. But
2: how do you? How do you assess the performance of Bangladesh? Then I mean, they you have beaten
1: Australia and uh, England. Bangladesh. And Bangladesh, Bangladesh just played poor cricket in the t20 world cup absolutely poor cricket there is no excuse for bangladesh's performance i mean i this bangladesh side i can assure you is capable of playing better cricket i have seen them play better cricket not only uh, i mean not only at home but also away in india in sri lanka in the west indies i have seen them play better yeah. cricket we have all seen yeah. them play better cricket we have seen them yeah. play better cricket in england this bangladesh side is capable of much more this is not an Absolute. not an ordinary side they played they played absolutely i mean absolutely poor cricket here there is no excuse
0: yeah yeah, and when Obishek da is speaking so emotionally about this particular fact, you would want to take his words because he does so at Cricket News as well. You do want to check out what he talks about a Bangladesh cricket. And if you are... Uh, a B- Bangla speaker, then you would want to visit our YouTube channel and see what he had to say about Bangladesh's performance in a Round One as well as the Super Twelve matches. I
1: mean, but then also,
0: coming on to come coming on to I that, had, come-
1: still still on Bangladesh, they dropped catches against Sri Lanka, they dropped catches against West okay. Indies, and they lost. Yeah. Let the matches slip. What if they had won both matches? I'm not saying they would have qualified, but it was not their bowling or fielding or strategy strategy or anything that cost them their fielding cost them their catching cost them yeah. how would you i mean you can't you can't uh, expect to win matches win close matches if you drop two catches uh, two catches three catches in crunch situations you can't win yeah. matches yeah. however well you play
0: yeah and that's something you get to bounce back on when it comes to bilateral series but not in tournament sports that's that's not and a, if how bangladesh, it works in if the bangladesh tournament
1: like this they would have lost to both australia and new zealand <laughs> yeah they would have they would have
0: yep but uh we do need to discuss on this one account as well that when we talk about the assessment of teams such as india and england who have set a strong case for themselves when it comes to limited overs format in the last few years. Uh, and then when we look at some team like New Zealand, which is some team, by the way, uh, there no, is uh, a clear distinguishing factor that India and no. England do Indian, play more. No.
1: no, yes, but uh, go on, I'll answer this.
0: Yeah, so India and England do play more test matches. So when we see New Zealand play test matches, there's a two-match series. Then the then there's a three-match series, which uh, is. Uh is a smaller sample size and a smaller time for a team to make a comeback and, you know, a smaller list of nuances in one particular series. We talked about this in August, back in August, that a five-match test series provides you with more storylines, provides a team to get uh, to make a comeback into the series, uh, even after going one down after one particular test, uh, two test matches, and uh, maybe provides a comeback for the other team as well after losing the third one. But when it comes to three-match test series, there aren't so many nuances. And if we just talk about this in the general sense, do we need to then make sure that every team gets to play equal number of bilateral series and equal number of bilateral series games?
1: Of course. I mean, I I I still, can, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that the world test champions do not get to play more than two tests, at most three tests in a series. If yeah. they don't sell, then who will? Yeah. They are the champions. I mean, if your if your being champions does not make you a marketable side, I mean, it's not that New Zealand are just a home bully. They beat England in England and they won the World Test Championship final in England. They beat yeah. Pakistan in the UAE and they do with Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka. It is not that they are just winning at home; they are yeah. doing well everywhere. Yeah. If you cannot sell. A team like that, if India, England and Australia cannot uh, host or tour them for four tests, five tests, then the problem lies with the marketing. It doesn't lie with New Zealand. New Zealand, I believe, has done more than enough to merit long test series. And uh, I, I really don't know what it will take for them to earn that. What else they can do? I really don't know. Their, their cricket is clearly not the issue here.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely not. And regarding um,
1: uh, India and England, um, uh, limited oversights, they, there's a marked difference. India and India approach both formats like ODIs. England approach yeah. both formats like t 20s Yep. And... Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, logically that means that uh, England may fail in ODIs if they try to approach it the T20 way. But they don't because they have uh, 10 to 11 people who can slog. So they have that backup. But India, but the the converse will never work. The Indian approach of uh, playing, I mean, playing the ODI style in T20 cricket is not going to work. It's not Absolutely. The, it's the outdated, Absolutely. an outdated approach. In, in the, I mean… The I mean, Indian look at… The management at, still believes in keeping… Uh, in rotating strike until the 10th over, 12th over. If they lose… under let, let, let me explain this. If they lose two wickets in two overs, they are… they automatically start focusing on singles. I, I, If you you lose two wickets in two overs, it is the equivalent. uh, That means you have 18 overs and eight wickets in hand. That is the ODI equivalent of two wickets down after 32 overs. And that is something that uh, that needs to be understood. Two wickets down in two overs is not a pressure situation. Teams rarely get bowled out in T20. cricket. Very rarely. You cannot stop the six attempts. You cannot stop the slogs. You cannot, if you lose two wickets in two overs, you cannot wait until the 10th over to start slogging. England were under pressure yesterday. England uh, did not hit a six in the first 15 overs, and that was where the match was lost. England hit just one more boundary, and New Zealand hit just one more boundary than England. But New Zealand hit, and I mean, several of those boundaries were sixes. England did not try to hit sixes. Yesterday was the first time in seven years that England did not hit a six in the first 15 over the 20 innings. And I believe that was where the match was lost.
2: Yeah, actually, actually it's the the pressure. I mean, England doesn't really play like that, you know. Even against Sri Lanka, when they were struggling at 48 for three, they tried to, Josh Butler went going for runs. And they scored yeah. one sixty odd runs. Uh, so, uh, I mean, in contrast, India, when they were struggling against both Pakistan and uh, New Zealand after losing a couple of wickets upfront, they were like twenty five odd runs or thirty odd runs in the power play. And yeah. uh, even even in the final, even against Pakistan, they at least scored ninety one in the last ten overs. But against New Zealand, they are like uh, their lower middle order completely collapsed. Hardik yes, Pandya yes. scored. Hardik Pandya scored for twenty-three and twenty-four mm-hmm. balls. I mean, but
1: yeah.
2: you is, cannot is, stop hitting. Yeah. Exactly, and someone like someone like uh, Ish Sodhi and Mitchell Santner were bowling at will. Bowling. I mean, they were just looking for singles. Even at point, they were like you know, like looking
1: for like two only two three singles in an over. They were not a big shot attempt.
2: England attempted.
1: were England were England. In the last night, England
0: played like India. Yeah, yeah, but 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 let's let's wrap this around with, uh, um, with the talks of uh, what this particular era of Ravi shastri Bharatarun and R Ashwin at helm has been for Indian cricket from 2017 to 2021. Uh, there have been those talks again, and the talks that we started this podcast with, uh, of whether this team did did make sure that, uh, you know, they they form a reputation of world beaters, as Ravi Shastri said, uh, during this particular timeline across formats. And you just uh, said, Oshikta, that India in T20 format is taking the approach of uh, the one-day format, which is harming them in that case. But how successful do you see this era in terms of... uh, the performance in terms of uh, the bilateral series, which which you have been advocating uh, across this uh, throughout this discussion, and uh, in terms of the misses as far as uh, tournaments are concerned.
1: Misses, I think India's uh, biggest miss would be the series in South Africa 2017-18. I wish uh-huh. Ravi Shastri stayed on to for India's first Test series win in South Africa. That yeah. will be something he would have, even I'm sure he would have loved. But he
0: yeah.
1: um, was there for two series wins in Australia, which I yeah. think is phenomenal. I wish yep. he could finish off this England series as well. That did not happen. Okay, he yeah. finished on a 2-1 lead. I hope uh, I hope India finished this on a high.
0: He did say he might be commentating on the next final test. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I suppose, Sandipan, your, yeah. Thoughts, uh, your the, thoughts on under this Shastri? Under
1: Shastri only, right? India won uh, the P20s international series in Australia, South Africa, England, mm. and New Zealand, yep. all four. Yep.
2: yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: And uh, ODIs, I think, uh, Shastri was there for just the World Cup. India topped the league stage and lost just one match. That to, I think, 30, 40 minutes of bad batting. That not bad yeah. batting in difficult conditions i am not sure uh, i mean uh, where the coach comes in there the the batting order has been questioned but i suppose these are team decisions uh, shastri has uh, uh, in uh, i mean uh, shastri has coached india in one icc tournament before this the 2019 world cup and there i i think india did a reasonably good job despite losing dhawan losing a couple of others as well right they were injuries Vijay Shankar came back and India were in a constant confusion over who that was. I mean, Rahul was settling down at number four and then Dhawan came back. Rahul had to open batting. Uh, Okay. I mean, India lost only to the finalists. (laughs) India lost only. Yeah. I mean, if Pakistan win today in this tournament also, India will end up losing only to the finalists.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the eventually in the world test
1: championship as well, India lost only to the finalists. Because they didn't, lost in... series, they didn't lose they didn't lose their their only series defeat against the world in the world test championship was against the finalists. I mean so we can say that.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: essentially uh India uh, if India lose, they lose to, among, uh, to to a team that is among the best. That is yep. what it takes to defeat India these days. So, I think yep. Shastri can take credit. The other thing Shastri can take, Shastri, I would single out Shastri, but the other thing can they can definitely take credit in is the incredible bowling attack they have built. Not only two or three or four bowlers, they just keep coming. Hmm i mean umesh shadav isn't even in the contention these days any other era umesh shadav play, would have played 70 75 tests by now and uh, see akshar patel he was ready the moment i mean it is not about having backups but having ba- having ready backups i mean uh, the moment uh, i mean uh, akshar patel was ready to deliver he has been around, and Arun uh, is not a new person. Arun is uh, Arun joined the coaching setup in Indian national coaching setup in 2017, but he has been a coach for almost three decades, well over two. He has been around; in, he has been coaching bowling coaches across the country before okay. becoming the Indian national team coach. So, uh, the bowling yeah. coaches of I mean, at various levels, have been coached by Arun. So yeah. that is the legacy he has built up. Uh, the moment an um, Indian player, I mean, if he has been, uh, suppose he has been bowling in the nets for some time, he has missed a match, he has missed a second match, but the moment he plays the test match, you can see he's ready. He saw that yeah. with Navdit signing, he saw that with Siraj in, the, in Australia. I mean, the net bowlers seem ready. They will be yeah. bowlers who are not even part of the squad. They seem ready. Yep. So yes, that is the leg. I mean, that is the legacy. Uh, Shastri, Arun, uh, uh, Sridhar are leaving behind, and I am sure Rahul Dravid uh, has coached at various levels. He has done a. He's been doing a fantastic job at NCA. I am sure Dravid will carry those. I mean. I, the only thing I hope is uh, the next Indian team over the next few years is better than the one uh, that they have left. They are leaving behind.
0: Yeah. And that's how you judge a cricketing system, right? Uh, the man yes. himself, Ravi Shastri, said in his final press conference in charge, a special one indeed, that this group of players is just too talented to not win a title. They will win that in the time to come. Uh, Sandipan, your thoughts on uh, the era that we are talking about, uh, this particular era of Indian cricket and uh, what legacy
2: these three gents have left? I think Abhishek has summed up beautifully over here. I mean, yeah. if you talk about Ravish Shastri's legacy, people will remember the kind of bowling attack he has. Even in the fielding, if you look at the fielding of this Indian team, you cannot judge a fielding side by the performance of Ravindra Jadeja because he is anyway a bit of a fielder but if yeah. you look at Ravichandran Ashwin's fielding, mm-hmm. if you look at the fielding of some of the others, even the fast bowlers, it has improved significantly yeah. and you know so I mean I mean, R Sidhar has done a lot of work on it. I have seen him working relentlessly with the um, you know with those who are not Actually, at this point in this Indian team, there is not, not a single fielder whom you want to, you can, the captain needs to hide in the, on the field.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 gone and, are those
2: days. and I think, I think, I think there's another another person whom we should also talk about. That is, I think, Vikram Rathor. Yeah, he though te- his, his tenure is not over, by the way. He has reapplied yeah. for the post. Yeah, but He taught Bhuvra to back. Yeah, I mean, he has made a lot of improvement in the batting of India's lower lower order. Yes, yes, we have yeah. seen that. We have seen this. We have seen this in uh, in the UK. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, overall, I think I it's a legacy to remember. But yeah. I am sure now the Shastri era, shastri, with the shastri era, is being ended, and now we are look, looking ahead with the Rahul Rohit era. Or Rahul Rahul Rohitera I don't know what will happen over there. That is a bit of a confusion. Mm. But I think I think it will it will be much better because I have seen Rahul Dravid walk quite closely. I have covered under 19 World Cup before. I have seen this uh, Rahul how Rahul Dravid walks and um, so I think I think he is also coming uh, into the team scheme of things with his own team team of coaching staffs. I think so. I think Paras Mamre and uh, Mamre fantastic job with the bengal nandi trophy i remember Be, this very well, yeah, very well yeah yeah and mamre is a very uh, respected coach at the domestic yes, level yes, he has yes, worked yes. with many teams he is is quite is very respected so i am sure that the, rahul dravid and all they can uh, you know they will c- carry forward this legacy and they are
1: The only thing I am concerned about is uh, who will replace Rahul Dravid long term, may not enter it at the NCA. Rahul Dravid Dravid had been a very important part of this Indian cricket system that has been churning out cricketers. Absolutely. Um, I I would want someone really as good at that. I mean, see, the coach is obviously the more glamorous of the two roles you get see you are you have a camera covering you you know every match but the nca head role is just as important it is not any less important in
2: fact in uh, fact i think that is more important comp- yes. considering that you are you are you are in charge of the pipeline right yes so yeah. you, you are the one who is looking after the raw material raw talents and now you know, putting them in the system and maintaining the pipeline. So I think our VBS um, Lakshman name is doing around for that role. Yes, I heard his name. Uh,
1: it's me interested. Um, well, it's a
0: discussion. It's I gents. Mean, let me tell you, this is a discussion that can go on for hours and hours yeah. and we'll just not stop talking about it. But let's maybe keep no, it. Just I want to day. sum up
2: about the just sum up about the Rahul Drabi era which is coming up i think his immediate test will be in south africa south africa too is india's best opportunity to win a test series over there but we have seen from the south africa the performance of south africa here in g 20 world cup I, this is this good new new look south african team with a new approach they will not give it i mean it won't be easy by any means so, I am expecting
1: yeah. a very hard-fought series yeah. in South Africa. That is uh, the series i talking about. Ahead of the T20 World Cup, I, have, I was the only one predicted. I was the only one, I knew, who predicted that South Africa will do really well. They
0: did as well as the team that has qualified from the group uh, in the second spot. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's... It's been a, it's been good fun talking about uh, the whole discussion around bilateral series and tournament sport. And at the end of it, we are only left with more questions. And that means we'll have to find another time to discuss the same, maybe with another fixture, such as the one that we saw last night, or maybe not. But that's it. That's it from this particular episode of the Cricket News Podcast. Uh, thank you so much, abhishek Mukherjee and Sandeepan Banerjee for joining us. Thank you so much so much Utkar Shukla, our producer for this particular pod in the background. And uh, for all our listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned to Cricket News for everything cricket.
1: Hopper <laughs> original अगर आप भी अपना podcast launch करना चाहते हैं, तो HubHub Studio वेबसाइट पे register करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का podcast launch करें। यही नहीं, Studio देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी, कभी भी अपना podcast launch करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान steps में। तो साथ में अपना podcast शुरू करने के लिए तैयार? Just hop on. HubHub. Simply content.